How you doing there, buddy? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, man. How about yourself? I, I, I don't know, dude. I'm kind of, I'm kind of pissed off. I'm kind of coming in hot tonight. I'm sorry. Oh. All right. I don't know if you know this. I, I'm not okay. Two wizards. Uh, the other podcast that I do. Um, it requires me to do a lot of like historical research, right? Okay. Um, and we're doing one about a group of um. I guess you could call them like proto spree killers in the American West here in uh, Colorado in the 1880s. Like these guys were located out of Fort Garland. Um, it was this whole deal. Uh, they were they were pissed off because their family was killed um, during the Battle of um, I want to say the Battle of Guadalupe Hidalgo. And so, like, this guy's okay. the Virgin Mary, and she told him to kill, like, 600 gringos for every member of his family killed. So, like, it was even, like, 600 people that got killed. And all this wow. is to say, yeah, so, like, but this took place out in Fort Garland. Um, there was a guy that was dispatched out of Fort Garland to go hunt down and kill this guy. <laughs> they Or these guys, they got them both. Um, and he got a jacket. Uh, that was, like, this guy's, this general, I cannot, I, I don't know what my fucking problem is. I cannot think of this guy's name off the top of my head. Um, but he got a jacket as a reward, right? Okay. And um um just kind of I was kicking around on, like the the SLV Facebook page kind of saying like hey I'm looking for information on this guy. Um and some guy hit me up and he's like, "Yeah, I've got this jacket and all this shit and all this all this good stuff." And then I I I went out to meet him and then I realized that like not only is the information that he's giving me like I'm pretty sure he only watched Last of the Mohicans to get his like info. <laughs> Because nothing okay. he said was factual. Like, nothing he said was right or even close. Um, I don't even think he used, like, the guy's, like, proper last name. Um, but then, like, halfway through this encounter, he starts, like, he just gets really weird and kind of, like, itchy. And he's like, I'm sorry, I got this furniture from my grandmother, and I'm pretty sure it had mold on it. And so I have oh, this, no. like, active asthma, and I'm itchy, and I keep coughing. And I'm like, that's... What the fuck, dude? Like, so I was put off by the whole experience, but now, but now here I am a couple days later and I'm coughing and I'm itchy and I'm really afraid that I brought the great white whale of Aspergillus into my home and all I can do is like horse organic apple cider vinegar and say, welcome to the Dangle Podcast. My name is Mark and I'm a wizard. I don't know why I said I'm a wizard. God damn it. Hi, welcome to the Dangle Podcast. Fuck. Welcome, welcome to the Dangle Podcast, everybody. This is a weekly King of the Hill podcast where I, Johnny, and my good buddy, Mark, discuss King of the Hill, the great animated classic by Mike Judge. Uh, we take two episodes of this beloved TV show and we analyze them. We talk about what we like, what we don't like. We give you a cast of characters. We talk about the writers. Uh, we uh, do a little bit of research here and there. And yeah, a lot of our opinions suck ass, but you all see, you all keep coming back every week to listen to us, so we're going to keep doing it. Mark? Hey, fuck, your opinions are amazing. <laughs> I, to us, they are. Absolutely. Mark, other why don't we jump into this? Other people agree with us. Damn it. We have Twitter documentation that others agree with us. In fact, in fact, we only have one case where someone told us we were dickheads. So, whatever. Like, That's pretty good. Yeah, out of what? What is this? Like seventy-eight episodes? Like, yeah, we're crushing it, bud. <laughs> or well, our gonna, exposure is too goddamn limited. I can't tell. We're gonna start this episode with number one fifty-five after the mold rush. Original air date December seventh, two thousand and three. This is written by Kit Boss and Mark. Do you know what else yes. Kit Boss wrote? A lot of good stuff. <laughs> I don't know if I would call it good. I'll call it educational, though. 
If I, t- right, if I say educational, does that like you got any inklings? Didn't he write uh, transnational amusements? <laughs> That's not educational. I'm talking about non King of the Hill things. Oh, I was like, well, it was educational for me. <laughs> um, what? What? What did he do? He wrote 27 episodes of the Bill Nye Show. Holy shit! Really? Yeah, Bill Nye the Science Guy, like fourth and fifth season, I want to say. Wow, we've talked about Kit Boss a lot before. Wow, that's really yeah. cool. It wasn't yeah. Peggy's Sex Feet. It was um, oh, what did he write? Hank's haircut, right? Like, or Hank's bad hair day, right? That was Kit Boss. It might have been Hank's. It might have been. Yeah, maybe. He's, oh, well, damn it. he's he's been a, a mainstay of this for. A, oh a at, no no no! To be sure, I I know we've called him out before in the past. And yeah, now now I'm just self conscious because I can't remember what he did. But yeah. Yeah, and you go to his wiki, it just says, is a writer for King of the Hill. So it doesn't fucking help anything. Um, Thanks, our gang. Cast, our cast of characters this week, Hank and Hank, Peggy, Bobby Hill, Dale and Nancy Gribble, Boomhauer, Bill D. Betrove, Con Supernews and Pone, uh, cameos by Rob Holguin, Steve Goodman, and T. Anderson Kearney, who is not actually a cameo. He's just mentioned, and he's not a real fucking person. Spoilers, I got a lot. I, dude, I got 10 minutes. I got fucking 20 minutes on that shit. I could almost do an episode on just that, on the Battle of Gonzales. I, I went down a fucking rabbit hole, buddy. Oh, excellent. Well, we're going to talk about our cameo star first, because I feel like we haven't had a, a actual cameo for a minute. Yes. And do you know uh, who David, voices? I, what David Rob Cross Holguin. was really the last good one with Witches of Arlen, right? Yeah. No, yeah, no, no, no. One. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Brad, Brad Pitt as Patch Boomhauer. That was uh, yeah. episode one of season eight. So yeah, and Laura Dern. But it's been a damn minute for you and I. So yes, you're not wrong. Yeah. Answer. Yeah. Exactly. So do you know who does the voice of Rob Holguin? I'm not sure. I, I, I got a weird Mandela effect out of this one. I thought for sure it was um. Um. Oh, Johnny, help me out. Who's got the dumb voice? <laughs> oh my Bob God, Cat Johnny! Goldwave? No, no, he's in fucking How to Fire a Rifle, Doctor Stephen Nye or whatever his name is. Oh, oh, um, fuck me, Wallace Shawn. Thank you. Yeah, I thought for sure. Um, I remembered Wallace Shawn being this guy's voice actor, and he wasn't, and it really messed me up when I watched it this week. Okay. Who is well, it? It's, who, who does it's, it? So it's a guy that's about as notable as Wallace Shawn, and you would know him from like weird random things in your childhood, and if you watch um, Canadian TV, you would recognize him a bunch. Uh, if I told you that he is a total gigantic dickhead and likes to snowplow th- things that aren't supposed to be snowplowed because you want to have a snow day, would you know who I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, is it that oh, idiot Lloyd Vickers? <laughs> it, no so it's it's an actor his name is chris elliott and oh, he, okay. <laughs> yeah it's 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 not lloyd vickers damn it no um most people will now know him he is rolling shit in schitt's creek he's the mayor of schitt's creek i would not watch an episode of schitt's creek you would recognize him instantly he's the guy who runs the snowplow in the movie snow day like the nickelodeon movie snow day who's got the bird that he's constantly singing to Paul Giamatti? I, I do, no, I he know. sounds like Paul Giamatti. Uh, no, Nickelodeon do, do movie from 2000? Come on, man. Come on now. Do me a solid and look up Chris Elliott. I will look Just up Chris Just do it right Elliott. now. I'm, I'm I, doing it right yes. now. You do that, and I'm going to give these lovely people a synopsis. 
Not Chris Chan. Come on, let's do this. No, not Chris Chan. Not Sam Elliott. God damn, dude. Like, this is... Oh, that cockshiner. You could have said the fucking dude... Mickey from How I Met Your Mother. Lily's dad. Fucking grab a strong hand. Chris Elliott. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Yeah, okay. Chris Elliott. See, I don't know anyone you just referenced, but yeah, he's rolling shit. (laughs) Yeah, but he's Um, also... He's also... Grab a strong hand. Yeah, scary movie too. Um... Anyway, he's our guest star this week. And when you go back, like, next time you watch this, you're going to be like, yeah, that fucking is him. No, I can hear it now. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, uh, okay, so I'm... you watch How I Met Your Mother, right? A long time ago. So, okay, so he's weird. He's he's He plays Lily's dad. And then he's okay. the father of the crazy chick that Ted dates, the last crazy bitch who's, I, now I can't remember. But it's it's her, uh, Jeanette, Jeanette, the, the crazy one that decides to make him settle down. And okay. then, like, you realize this as you're watching it, and then you cannot see Chris Elliott's face not on her face because they have the same lips, and it's gross as shit. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a whole thing. Yeah. I've watched How I Met Your Mother too much is my point. Chris Elliott is our guest star, though. Okay, cool. Yeah. So our synopsis this week, Hank finds mold after a water leak in Bobby's room, which leads him down a capitalism-fueled nightmare to get rid of it in time for the parade of homes. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, our A story, it's Hank. Like, everybody yes, else is tangential. It's This is, uh, Hank is uncomfortable because people are screwing with him and they're in his house episode. We just saw this with Bernie Mac. Like, I, I I'm uncomfortable. Notes. I got notes about it, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Do you? They bust right into him. No, no, I just, I'm, I, I am agreeing with you. We just saw this with Racist Dog. Yeah. Um, um, Go ahead, go ahead. You talk. Sorry. No, so I, I only have like three notes, and I'm okay. gonna take uh, I, and I'm gonna say them real quick, and one of them you're gonna like reiterate for me. Uh, so one first one's a question: Did Dale take a shit in the hardware store? No, he did not. Um, <laughs> Donald Glover, it no, no, he didn't. You you sure? Because he definitely is like, hey, who didn't put this back the right way? You can hear him in the background talking about the TP. Nah, I just think he's doing, I just think he's doing shtick. I think he's just doing, there's no way Dale took a shit in public. Like, he gets uncomfortable when, like, various compounds are taken from him, and he wants those, like, compounds back. Now he didn't shit in the hardware store, no. Oh, okay. No. Okay, no, that's a good call. Um, Ann Geddes is the lady who used to take pictures, she probably still fucking does, <laughs> of babies dressed up as, as like, fruits and, and vegetables and strawberries and shit. And it's like our fourth uh, Ann Gettys reference in the show, too. That it is. And that is, there's no way Bobby would be into that. That is just overly cruel <laughs> for Hank to say that. He gets the mad about the puffy clouds and, and, and his puffy clouds and his troll dolls and their nudity and all that shit. Don't throw Ann Gettys in, in this fucking mix. Have we um, gotten to the bit about Rancho Unicorno yet or no? We haven't no, I don't okay. think so. I we all know, know about it. <laughs> <laughs> Rancho Unicorno. Um, and then the, the last note I have here, which you will obviously are going, you told me you did a bunch of research. The Battle of Gonzales was the first military engagement of the Texas Revolution. It started on October 2nd, 1835. Uh, yeah, here, I'll tag you. Ready? Okay, yeah, that was I, me that's, tagging That's you. my notes, so tag yeah. out, buddy. Uh, no, Battle of Gonzales was the first uh, engagement of the Texas Revolution. At this point, um, 
So Mexico had been so the Empire of Mexico at the time had been stationing more troops in these towns. Um, at this point in time, there was a higher concentration of whites in what you would call the Texas Republic. Or, or what would become the Texas Republic. So the area of Texas, which was, to be fair, Mexican territory that the whites just, like, ran into during the uh, Land Grant Act. And they, you know, took their, their acres and their mule and just, like, sprinted outward and spread out in the, the white diaspora uh, versus the Mexican Empire that was stationing more and more troops. But, like, as time wore on, um, the people in the area got less and less happy with the Mexican Empire. Um... Uh, at the time, in this town, there was a single. There was a singular cannon, and as unrest, it, it wasn't unrest. It was just so Johnny. You wouldn't have like, r- r- you wouldn't have a minigun stationed in your local church if you had a bunch of like white supremacists living in town. And that's kind of and not to say okay. that the Texas people were white supremacists, but I'm trying to like draw corollaries here. There was a cannon located in this town, um, and the Mexican army said we're going to take that back and the texas uh militia said go fuck yourself um <laughs> they adopted the uh 300 spartans motto of molan labe come and take it because the mexicans were going to take their cannon back so they buried the cannon and hit all the cannonballs um at one point some mexican soldiers shot some white folks and it really pissed some people off and then like you're saying the shit jumped off on october 2nd uh 1835 when um, a Mexican guy shot a white guy and everybody went crazy. They dug up the cannon, fired into the Mexican army, and that was the first battle of the Texas Revolution where the Texas territory seceded from the Mexican Empire and what we have as Texas now is Texas now. And yeah, right. uh, T. Anderson Kearney was not a real person. Um, yeah, that's about it. Hank's just making up a name. But yeah, th- that's about it. That was a lot of history. Sorry, I kind of yada yada a lot. But yeah, no, bad. no. No, you're good. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. I like that we get to see a bit of Texas history here. Um, I wish it was real, though. I wish that, um, you know, that we know the names of the people, and that's what really bothers me. Like, Right. You um, could have just used that. Oh, God damn it. What's his fucking name? Sandy I want to say his Annie name was Davis. And his walking log? Not Sani Annie. No, no, no. That was the bo- Battle of, uh, oh, not Guadalupe Adult. Oh, Come Alamo. on. It was the one Goliad. Goliad when they stole his leg. Yeah. Post Alamo. Yeah. Goliad was our get fucked after Alamo. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. And you have to call it a walking log, Mark. It's not a leg. <laughs> I, I, I will never call it a leg again. It will always be a walking log. <laughs> but this uh, was the... this battle was not fought over a, a walking log covering remover. So T. Anderson <laughs> Kearney wasn't a real guy. That's that's that. Yeah. It is a bummer, but yeah, like it's little bits like this that make me think I'm almost an honorary Texan for how many fucking times I've watched this show. And how much shit you had to look up for this fucking podcast to learn about Texas history, to learn that they God. lied to you about goddamn Texas history. You 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 give any random ass like imp transplant that has moved to Texas within the last year, and they're not going to know that the name of the gigantic asshole that greets you at the Texas State Fair's name is Big, Big Tex. Tex. <laughs> they're not gonna fucking know that but i do and i've never set foot in texas god damn right um i'm gonna keep just juggernaut through my notes if you don't mind yo keep going keep going uh we're back to pretty this episode is beautiful this is a beautiful goddamn episode yeah. 
I was just bitching about flirting with the master about how it was an ugly episode from season five, probably. Um, this is a beautiful episode. We're back. Um, this one should have been racist dog. This would have been a lot better episode to have Ladybird also acting like a dumb shit. Yeah. Like, without the racism bit, but like, so, um, fucking Grandma Stronghand could have been Bernie Mac and we wouldn't have lost out on anything. Um, and Ladybird could have gotten mad and then Bernie Mac could have accused Hank of being racist and having a racist dog and that could have compounded on his, like, governmental shakedown bullshit. Like, it would have been a lot better and a lot greater... Instead, we're rehashing old episode points. Uh, Peggy's birthday like from is barely in fact, a season ago. Barely, scarcely a season ago. Like, and again, we got to go back to you and I's old standby of for if we're watching this week to week, like when they release, no one is gonna goddamn notice. You and I will goddamn notice because we're seeing so much so quickly. Yeah. Uh, Peggy has a birthday. Or wait, let me do this one. Hey, Johnny. In a couple days, someone had a birthday. I wonder who. Peggy had a birthday. It's February seventh, nineteen fifty four. I just want to call it out. We call everybody else's birthdays out. So, Peggy, happy birthday on February seventh, nineteen fifty four. I think this she's episode older will be out than my dad. Right <laughs> after this, yeah. Well, well, she's only forty one though, so it's okay. No, like, so she, like, if you think about it now, if, if, no, 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 I, I know person, the relative timeline. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I got you. Uh, she's about seven months older than my dad. Okay. Okay. She is nine years older than my mom. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know when my dad was born. Um, yeah. <laughs> does mold fuck with you? You lived in Alamosa. Alamosa is like the mold capital of Colorado. Does mold fuck with you? Uh, I don't think so. Um, not unless it smells like rotting dog shit when they put it on top of, um, um, uh, mushrooms. Mm, okay. Okay. That's no, like, I don't think mold has ever really screwed with me. The, I lived in the very first off campus place that I lived was a, it was a party house that you frequented quite a bit when its previous tenant was there. Mr. Mm-hmm. Beep Matt Clark. Oh, and I remember Billy. <laughs> by the end of by the end of the one year living there like we tried to get our deposit back because there was straight up black mold everywhere i had to throw out like four pairs of shoes <laughs> half my fucking wardrobe like wow. it was everywhere and the guy the, our landlord basically just said eh, get fucked i'm keeping your money and yeah. i was a dumb college kid and didn't fight him on it should have probably could have gotten like 100 grand of a settlement out of it because it was incredibly unsafe but yeah eh. You live and you learn, I guess. I reckon. <laughs> I am crazy allergic to um hay mold. Oh no. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but only the one that grows on hay. I don't know what it is. I just, I'll never forget. There was one time I was um helping a guy. Uh, he was doing his you know hay harvest. And it had been real rainy, and you know um listeners country upbringing when it rains uh hay gets warm and wet and grows mold. So we're picking up bales, and he was driving the truck, and my job was to throw bales onto a flatbed truck so his kid could throw them and stack them on the flatbed. It's grueling, horrible work, but yeah. every time you, I picked it up, like, that molded bust on my face, I was I was dying by the end of it. Ooh. This was a couple of years ago. Like, I had to call it from work. Like, I was, I was fucked up. Um, yeah. yeah. But only hay mold. Like, yeah. 
Um, Johnny, there is mold in the automatic ice maker. Does that mean there's not going to be ice anymore? Oh, thank God we'll have ice again. <laughs> We're not. It's automatic. We're not going to have it. It's full of mold. <laughs> um, why? Why do the hills have to eat fucking Peggy's coffee pot ramen? Why can't they're not poor? Like no, they didn't get order their like fucking, fucking credit cords stolen. Yeah, like or go out, fucking go to rattlesnakes or the panhandler or fucking splackers, whatever the hell it's called. Like yeah, <laughs> shellackers, not splackers. Sugarfoots. No, Peggy's not allowed back in Sugarfoots. <laughs> they banned her ass. Elvin's gonna see her and take a ho- like just hawk a loogie in her in her sauce. Yes. Um, well, no, that'd be Big John because he's a sauce man. Oh, that's right, it's Big John. <laughs> oh wow, deep cuts. Um, we all need to be as happy as that fucking Megalo employee who gets so horned up, like, oh hell yeah, we got some with pine cones, like about the. Uh, Best They're beautiful. They're beautiful. We all need to be that level of excitement in our daily lives. Or high. I can't tell which. And finally, this episode super undercuts one of my least favorite A plots, but favorite B slash C plots in Mutual of Oma Bois. Okay. So, 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 and I, I know, I know 900% of the time I can watch this objectively and, like, not remember the episodes that come seasons later to have that affect my, like, enjoyment of the episode. Mutual of Omobois is all about how, like, what a tight relationship Hank has with his, like, house insurance authority. Like, right. And this makes all of them out to be complete and total pieces of shit. And it completely, totally negates that episode. There's no trust any longer. It's all a fucking pyramid scheme. And it just, it, it totally, it removes that episode from, like, credibility. And it really pissed me off. Like, halfway through this episode, like, it, despite all the, like, governmental rage and red tape and rage and, you know... Oh, the mold will kill you. All this shit. All this shit that I got to watch and go, oh, yeah, that's all fucked up. And then I go, wait a minute. What about Mutual of Omobois? We're going to watch that one in a couple of, <laughs> a few weeks, I think. Like, we're right. not that far removed from it. And yet we have this episode that completely and totally shoots that episode in the fucking foot. Like, and it really bugs me. I'm trying to pull up IMDb here to see when we have that one. Well, it's interesting to think about, like, who was it in the writer's room that that said, okay, insurance, let's do an episode about Hank and insurance. And then they somehow spun it into two episodes about Hank and insurance. Mm -hmm. Like, damn, I want to I want to know where, like, you learned your art of persuasion, because I wouldn't have been able to do that. Now, to be fair, uh, Mutual of Omobois is season nine, episode eight. So I'm a little bit ahead of my count, but it, I don't, I don't okay. care. I, it fucks it up for me. It really, it really gets I mean, it's, to me. At this I, point, it's within a season. It's within a season. and But then this one is within a season of Racist Dog, where we just saw Hank getting uncomfortable about people working in his house. So it's just, man, we're just like doubling down and restacking and rehashing plot points. And I'm fucking right. over it. Um any, I'm sorry, I'm done. Ah, pros, I guess. It's fine. Right? Pros? Yeah, we're pros. Okay. Um, I don't want to be I, madder. You know what I mean? Like, I I, <laughs> I got you, buddy. Uh, so pros here. I like that Peggy owns her shoe size. Uh, she makes the comment, maybe if we just take my shoes out 
and put Nancy's in here, it'll make people think our, our like closets are huge. That <laughs> gets a giggle out of me. Yes. It's like, good for you. Good for you for also like understanding your fucking clown feet are so big that people are just not going to understand what this is. <laughs> um, I like the collusion moment between the insurance adjuster and Hank regarding the troll dolls. Oh no, yes. he's got to he's got to take those so that he can assess the damages, and he gives him that like wink or something. Yeah, that he will. He knows exactly what. To, yes, he knows exactly what. To yes, do yes, so good. Um, Bill, uh, it's, it shouldn't be a pro, but it is because good on you guys for animating it. Bill's disgusting ass feet in the end. Ugh. <laughs> I mean, I kind of want the animation cell just to have it. Can we give a pro to, like, insane amount of continuity? Because Bill quit taking his, like, antifungal pills and he's he only like, Lambacil or whatever. Yeah. Yep. But he's back to drinking beer again. So, like, yeah. Like, of course Bill's mm. foot fungus is back in, like, amazing form. Hey, where's Loma? I'm sorry. We've been a couple episodes now. What the fuck happened to Leoma? Uh, yeah, she's gone, man. She's just gone. Yeah, she's gone. Never to be. Leoma ain't again. coming back. Good. Glad we had all that fucking character growth. All right, next. All she right. would. She would l- allow to demonstrate. Um, and then the last pro I have here, I thought it was an interesting bit of continuity here. Did you notice that when they go to, I think it's the Econo Suites, right? That's what we can basically call it. Yes. Yes. Um, everyone is wearing new clothes, Mark. Yes, they are. Costume changes. Yes. Do you know why? Because there are other clothes were full of mold? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's little details like that that make me really happy that, yeah, they took the time to animate different clothes on them because, yeah, yes. they're not going to wear the same shit to the Econo Suites. Yeah, they can't. <laughs> like, Hank is in that, like, uh, golf polo and khakis for a goddamn minute. Like, Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be a pro, but I really like their, their trashy-ass neighbors next to them. And the guy coming over, hey, you want to come get a Lynchburg lemonade? I invited him. Is that what you wanted? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it it kills me. Uh, Give me pros, bud. Pros. Uh, Wow, dude, you read my goddamn mind. Uh, The first pro, uh, he knows exactly what to do with the Trolls dolls. And I, like, drew a winky face. I wrote my notes (laughs) again this. Like, I didn't, like, type my notes this week. I wrote them. And I wrote a winky face. Um, Khan has a moment with the megaphone and he's taunting Hank, starts laughing, looks at the megaphone and then starts laughing and then at the megaphone. It. Yeah. It's great. Um, costume change in the, for the motel. You already knocked that one out of the goddamn park. Oof. Uh, the rednecks fighting in the next room. Knocked that one out. <laughs> that was just, I, I really liked that. Is that what you want? I like the, they're either fighting or making love and they don't know. And then, is that yep. what you wanted? Like, yeah. And then I imagine it's like, it'd become a weird, like, swinger situation. And I'm glad the Hills dodged that bullet. Um, and then finally, Hank's shaking down of the bold guy with Bill in his house. And it is very calculated and is very precise. And I really, really like how it was done. Um, this is this, a good Hank this, episode. Like, at, by and large, is really smart. It takes him a minute to get there. But once he gets yeah. there, once Hank decides to start playing by their rules and stop fighting the good fight, quote-unquote, he really, really gets it. And I really, really like Hank in this episode. The ending of this episode, I, we've talked about it a couple of times, that when, when something is spoiled for you, it's not as fun 
the next time you watch it. Yeah. This the ending of this episode every single time always makes me smile because it, you, yeah. you're not expecting it until the end when he finally gets the little book and you're like, oh shit, he's gonna do it to him. It makes me just so happy to see somebody that is just like a snake oil salesman get theirs. Yeah. It's cool, though, too, because, like, we see Hank give some comeuppance to other people, but, like, man, this is a really, this is a good one. Like, Hank has time and the ability to do so, and so Hank will just deconstruct your ass. Like, it's great. Oh, yeah. Well, and he gave him the chance. He's like, "Um, all right, you have one shot here. Do you want to call this off or not? Yeah. It's great, yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Those are my pros. You got some cons or? Um, I have one. Okay. And it's a con just about this episode. And I already kind of alluded to it in my in my synopsis here. I hate how accurate that this still is. That this yeah. red tape bullshit still happens. It's only getting worse. It's mm-hmm. just people middlemanning and middlemanning and middlemanning until everybody and their brother can now get a piece of the pie. And it puts mm-hmm. like it puts people out of their homes and out of their cars and out of jobs and shit like that. And it's just very scummy and disgusting. And it's so this is a con because this should have been fixed or it, this there should have been some improvement. Now, 20 years ago, we didn't have the level of Internet that we do and the availability of resources that we do. And we have it now and it's still just as fucking bad, if not worse. There needs so, to be fucking renters unions in every building in the goddamn hot country. Damn. Like, ooh, hot yes. damn. Thousand there's, there's percent, Im- buddy. Yes. <laughs> there are immutable things that you just don't fuck with. Housing, food, health care. Don't yep. fuck with it. Yep. But no, we live in capitalist America. And uh, guys, I'm a, you can call me a fucking bleeding red commie. I fucking hate capitalism. It has Please. never done anything good. Please tell us again how we're too fucking political because we stand up for women's rights and veterans' rights and, like, renters' rights. Please, please talk about it. Yeah, do that again, dickheads. <laughs> I read the comments. I shouldn't have read the comments. I'm sorry. No, but you never read the comments, Mark. Give me some of your cons because... Cons. The Dangle Podcast is too... Pl- no, I'll... Uh... <laughs> how dare you talk about cupcakes being stupid? Okay. Um, <laughs> Bill's feet. Goddamn. I fucking have a Bill's Ugh. feet counter three times. I just can't. I just can't. I just can't. I don't care. I understand. I love Bill. I appreciate Bill. <laughs> He's not a pant load. He has foot fungus. It's a thing that happens sometimes. He needs to piss on his feet. That will might make it better or drink some organic apple cider vinegar. I don't know, but oh, Bill's feet are offensive. Um, Good old D-Betrove, uh, man. To your end. Yes. All of what you just said, all of what you just said and we just got mad about, but con, I need my racket. I need my racket. And listeners, that is why I am announcing the Dangle Podcast Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not announcing it. I just, um, uh, I don't know what, a couple, I, I don't know, like back in like. I want to say, like, September, you and I got really, like, gassed up on, like, we're doing a fucking Patreon. And I'm, like, watching this episode. I'm, like, I need a racket. My job isn't stable. I need help. I I need a racket. Patreon. Patreon away. And then, like, I listened to the one about, like, Johnny and I will throw fish at your house. We will dunk our balls on your enemy's forehead for $400. (laughs) Like, the offer still stands, guys. But, you know, you let us know what you want. Um... 
I need a racket as my con. I don't have a lot of notes. I feel bad about it. I just, I watched it and yeah, you got a favorite moment. Um, every time Peggy freaks out over mold, every time she freaks out about Bobby being around the mold. Interesting. Because it's, it, I love watching manic, like brain damaged Peggy. I love her. Wait a minute. It's outside. Bobby, get inside. Uh, stay out. Get, get in the, the car. Turn, yeah. turn on the air conditioner. She gets so flustered, but she does it earlier in the episode too. Um, and then I love her. Like, like she gets, just gets so irrationally freaked out about it. Her, you remember like five years ago when I heard something in the night and you said it was probably nothing. Well, thanks a lot. Thanks for signing my death warrant. Peggy is my MVP this episode because she is, she is just so ridiculous hypochondriac. Well, she's a good, she is a good kind of foil for Hank. Like Hank is trying to be reasonable and well, it's just mold, you know, whatever, blah, 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 blah. But like, but Peggy is a really good foil and everything is a problem. And yeah, you're right. I do appreciate that. Yeah. But yeah, that's so Peggy's Peggy hyping out over something in this episode is usually, that's my favorite. Just okay. every scene. How about you, man? Uh, question mark, question mark, question mark. I don't know. It's, it's. I don't know. It, mm. Ooh, I, I have a retro rage for you, by the way. Ooh, shit. That's my favorite moment. What's your hiccup? What's your retro rage? What is it? Um. Hey, Mark. Yo. When was the last time you heard any announcer say, can five people live in a house and not drive each other crazy? Because that's <laughs> oh, definitely oh, from a show that ended 20 fucking years ago. Nah, real real world is still on, right? Surely. Nope. nope. Really? They do, they do the challenge. Oh, like okay. It's not even okay. the it's not even the real world road rules challenge. It's just called the challenge. I gotta be straight, dude. I I I think I watched the season, the one where they're like in the cabin with the serial killer. I I don't know. Yeah. I, <laughs> um, so yeah, can that be the, the, the reboot, real world then? guys? Can that be the new reboot where they reboot road rules instead of fucking King of the Hill? No? Okay, I wish. I wish. Sorry I asked. Okay. But anyway, with that retro rage, I think we're to ratings. Mark, you want to tell me about our rating system? I would love to. And I would love to give you a cute one, but I can't, so I'll just like break it down like normal. Um at the very bottom is charcoal. Charcoal is a failure of an episode. It's an F rank. It is it's not good. You you, you don't like it. It it leaves a bad taste in your mouth, um, gives you a smoky flavor of defeat, and puts black sadness in your boy's nails. Above that is Megalo. Megalo, Megalo is like a bronze. It's a D rank. It's it's not good. It's not a good episode, but it's still King of the Hill. You still like King of the Hill, and there's some little bits that you as a fan can enjoy, but if you're not a fan, you're going to hate it. Above that, <clears throat> sorry, fucking rocket fuels are strong. <laughs> got the burps <sighs> above that is butane butane is a bastard gas and this is a bastard episode you love to hate it and you hate to love it there's some good moments but there's a lot of bad moments and a lot of shit doesn't land or it's just kind of boring or it's like hey what's your favorite moment I don't know something stupid that I can't na- nail down but I still watched it and you just you don't remember but there it is and it's a butane above that is a gold ranking and that's our char king a char king is a great episode it's funny it lands the characters are used well the writing is tight but maybe something sticks out to you maybe something is just not quite right and you know that's fine cuz they can't all be winners but 
But if they are winners, if they are winners, if they are amazing, then you get the Blue Flame of Valor. The Blue Flame of Valor is the S rank. It is the Platinum tier, the Unobtainium tier. It It is the new flat screen that dwarfs your new couch, and you got to buy a new couch because your TV is so cherry. There's nothing wrong with it. It holds up 100%, and you can show an episode that is a Blue Flame of Valor to anybody with zero context. And... It's just great, and you love it, and there it is. And Johnny, what are you giving after the mold rush? I feel like I was very emotional there, but <laughs> still, I... Ugh. Yes, I'm emotional, and I have a lot of thoughts and feelings, probably because of all the mold that's around my house. I don't know. What do you give, What are you rating it? Uh, this It might surprise you. I gave it a mega low. Wow! Yeah. This episode is kind of boring, and it feels really scummy. And Bill's feet being in this uh, is the cherry on top of me never really wanting to watch it again. Wow. Yeah. Like, I did okay. not find a lot to like about this episode. I know I've got some pros and I like some little moments, but, like, I don't I don't know. This, it doesn't seem like it co- like comes together very well. There's a lot of missed opportunities in this. Like, okay, if you're going to talk about the Texas Revolution, why'd you give a fake name? What, is a family not going to want you to talk about somebody who died 200 fucking years ago? Probably yeah, not. That that pissed me off. Yeah, 100%. You know, yeah. Throw, away, throw away jokes about Bobby being feminine, like having Ann Getty's posters and having troll dolls and shit. Like, you don't fucking need all this. Can I, can, just, I, like, can I throw out really quick? I'm amazed that you didn't get mad at the infantilization of Bobby again with the troll dolls. <sighs> That's been your sticking point since fucking Hank's Bad Hair Day. And it like, is. Well, and he... <sighs> We just saw Maybe, a Christian, not Christian Hard Rock. That's the fucking South Park. I'm sorry. Um, uh, re, what is it called? Reborn to die again or some shit? Yeah. The the fucking Christian Rock. We just saw it. Nudity, like not that one. Uh huh. No, get your freak on is nudity. I'm get sorry. I'm sorry. Get your freak get on. Get your freak no, on was good. nudity. A season ago. A fucking season ago. Season what? That was season seven, episode two or three with fucking oh, nudity and Bobby Solo's troll dolls and they're in fan. No. Yeah. Sorry. I cut you off like to get yeah. mad with you. I apologize. Sorry. Keep going. Sorry. No, but yeah, it's like it, there's there's it's like jokes in here that don't need to be there. They don't need to happen. They're not they're not making any characters any better, you know? So no. it's. I'm not going to seek this out. I'm probably going to switch it the next time it shows up. I don't really care for the guest star. It's boring. Mm. And it makes me very angry that people still take advantage of other people like this. That's how, like, people make millions and millions of dollars. It's scamming others. This is still a very special episode. Yeah, Yeah. Like, yeah. So my job is like stopping fucking hospitals from balance from my job is stopping like hospitals from like violating like the new fucking constitutional law. Like, yes, a thousand percent. I get it. Like, yeah, no, uh, dude. Um, no, um, we don't have one for this. I don't think, I don't think we've ever had like a dual megalo. Have we? No, we needed a fucking just name. I don't think we need a cute name for it. It can just be fucking Megalo. If it was a it's double charcoal, it would just be shit. Megalo is what it is. <laughs> uh, Mega Megalo. 
Mega yeah. low squared. I don't know. Mega double low. Yeah, no. Fuck this episode. It's it's not a charcoal. Or sorry, it's not a charcoal. Like it's it's got moments. I have good yeah. moments in it, but no, it's obnoxious. It's gross. It's annoying. Um, it it again again. I'm stuck on mutual of Omaha. This just like fucks that episode up. This yeah. and that episode is not good to be a thousand percent clear. But like. Mm, Give it its man, due. Fuck this episode. Yeah, like yeah. it's. Mm, wow, I love the hate. This, I think mm. so. I think this is the first time you and I have ever scored something below a megalo or below a butane for both of us. That's what I'm saying. This is our first like double yeah. megalo. Yeah. So so far, guys, episode 155 is our lowest ranked episode in the series so far. <laughs> wow and it's not even that bad of an episode it's just not good wow what a moment wow okay yeah. cool it took wow. us 155 episodes to dip below a c average we can we can <laughs> phrase it like that <laughs> wow wow what a cool moment i'm sorry i shouldn't be this fucking excited i'm sorry I'm, wow <laughs> that's so cool i am so but also i'm so excited slash scared for a first double charking and serpent <laughs> Not charking, charcoal. God damn it, Mark! You drunk bastard. <laughs> if you <laughs> should we move on? If, Can we move on? Yeah, let's move on. And if you think that it's going to take us till Sir Punt to get to a double charcoal, you're up your own ass. <laughs> I am a hopeful boy. Awesome. All right. Well, let's move on to episode 156. Living on Reds, Vitamin C, and Propane. Original Do air it. date De- <laughs> December 14th, 2003. Written by Dan McGrath. Mark, have we seen Dan McGrath before? Does that sound familiar to you? I do not think so. I That does nothing for me, but yeah. So, American television writer, this is according to the wiki, he's written for SNL, The Simpsons, Mission Hill, The PJs, and King of the Hill. So, very much man out of time. Like, I don't know if he's still writing, but, but, but... Dan McGrath it, worked for UPN and killed himself when it folded. <laughs> <laughs> he... <laughs> He co-wrote two of my all-time favorite Treehouse of Horror shorts with Greg Daniels, of all fucking people. Okay, go on. Okay, go on. What is it? So, Time and Punishment. What? What's that one? Uh, Homer Simpson goes back in time with a toaster. Oh, that's... Oh, wow. I didn't know that was the name of the skit. Okay, cool. Okay. Yep, Time and Punishment. And arguably, like, in my top three, if not top two or top one of all of the Treehouse of Horror skits... The Devil and Homer Simpson with the Forbidden Donut. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. Wow. So, oh, wow. Okay. So blue. I fucking you, love you. Wow. I fucking okay. love you, Dan McGrath. I'm literally hey. looking. I, I don't collect a lot of Funko Pops, Mark, but I have yeah. two Simpsons Funko Pops sitting right here. And both of them are Treehouse of Horror themed. One is King Homer and he's gigantic and he has a little tiny Marge and they're all in black and white. And the <laughs> other is my donut head Homer. <laughs> <laughs> they are adorable. Beautiful. beautiful, sir. Beautiful. Uh, okay. Are we ready for a cast of characters? Yeah, please and thank you. We've got Hank, Peggy, and Bobby Hill, Luann Platter, Dale and Nancy Gribble, Boomhauer, Bill DeBetrove, <laughs> Tilly Hill. Every time, dude. Every single time. Give me the... No, give me the... No. Okay, so I don't know what it... What... What... what, what I, I don't know what one it was. You called him, like, Bill Dabatrov? <laughs> Dabatrov? I need you to, like, just keep devolving. You can't just, like, keep doing Dabatrov. Like, give me, like... Dabatrov. Dab- <sighs> like, I don't care, but, you know. 
It's good. Um, and then we've, <laughs> so we've got also cameos here. Big John, Sally, Cornell, Walt, and Chip. Um, we're going to start talking because every single one of them is a famous fucking person. So we're going to, yeah, I was going to say, can we, we knock out the guest stars really quick? Because these yes. are reoccurring guest stars and it's a su- super cool moment. Yeah. Yes. So big John is voiced by Trace Adkins. Sally is the voice of Deanna Carter, country artist, Deanna Carter. Mm-hmm. Cornell is George Strait. Walt yep. is Travis Tritt and Chip yep. is Brad Paisley. Yeah, buddy. We have seen I, at least Travis. No, we've at least seen. No, George you know what? I don't think these are reoccurring. Now that I think about it, where they were not at Funfair. I don't think they were at Funfair. These are like new country stars, newer country stars. So Trace Adkins will come back, and he will have kind of a a recurring role because he is part of the redneck posse that hangs out yes. with Lucky. Yeah, yeah. But I don't um, know if they rest well. I don't no, yeah, I no, cuz wow, that's really weird. No, um No, cuz that was all like old country like Vince Gill, Charlie Daniels, like, yeah. Yeah. John Michael well, Montgomery, like, yeah. Clint Clint Black and um of course everybody's favorite Randy Travis. Yeah, no. Th- uh, well, no, cuz that's interesting cuz I did take note of um the guest stars and I was like, "Oh, they're reoccurring. They're not. They're new. They're it's new. This is yeah. new country. This is this is like the new guard of country. This is like my theory of like no good country post 9/11 like made flesh. Like, yeah, here you go. There we go. Like, yeah. Listen, guys, these guys suck. Fuck them. Yeah. Well, Mark, synopsis for you. Hank and the guys take Bobby on a Christmas road trip to Arizona to deliver some furniture to Tilly. Luann and Peggy try to create a timeless Christmas carol. Very cute and okay. I'm in. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So our A story, Hank, Bobby, Dale, Bill, Boomhauer. B story, Peggy, Luann. Um, I say we just get right into the notes here. Let's drive on through, buddy. Uh, so it's kind of a, a, a dark, cold open. We don't see a lot of cold opens in King of the Hill. And this one is, yeah. why, why y'all dressed up? Someone die? Oh. Oh, yeah, that's right. Someone did. <laughs> it's like nobody up. nobody really died but yeah someone died yeah 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 um but i'm more i am more upset that tilly refers to lottie as her best friend and we did not meet lottie on party island she did not make it to part aransas and i am fucking upset i am really glad she took the time to make sure we didn't meet her on port aransas yes i'm really well, glad yeah. that rockadillo did not assault lottie I listeners, Johnny, I owe you both an apology. All couple thousand of you. Um, man, I really fell off my like armadillo or rockadillo love bandwagon. I'm really sorry. I'm going to, in the upcoming (laughs) seasons, I'm going to remember the fucking reason for the season that is rockadillo. And I, I promise I will. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so I have kind of a, a silly note here, and Mark, give us a a little bit of um, a little bit of English here. Who is our our very good friend that gave you a bunch of information about trucks? Oh yeah, our good buddy uh, Nick, also at Natari Wizard on Twitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he would be the first one to jump in here and talk about this with me. I'm sure, as would you, Mark, because you used to drive truck. Uh, I Hank used to says drive truck. his. He says his license is a class C. He specifically says that when Bobby's like, you know everything. Well, I do have a class C license. 
Well, at least in America, or in, I almost said in America, at least in Colorado, it would not be a class C. It would be a class A. Yeah. Um. So Nick did, again, shout out to you, Nick Perry. You, Dude, okay. Like, we got like, Okay, okay. I gotta, I gotta say this right now. We, you and I, Johnny, we have a couple super fans. Um, there's the cat that yeah. listened to all of us. There's our boy Shoke, who has been here. I think he came over from like two wizards. And then there is Nick Perry. Nick Perry has been here since day one somehow, and uh, we have like called him out before. He is a great dude. I love this dude. Like, man, <laughs> Nick, you're amazing. He hit us up. Um, he has a couple notes about this episode, and I super appreciate his notes about this episode. And I got to pull up the Instagram account. So, number one. Um, so, these are his notes as of yesterday at 6 a.m. in the morning. And, I, again, like, I got that good gribble, like, insomnia, so, like, I could intercept this on the Instagram and, like, yeah, engage. There it is. So, number one. Um, Hank would need a Class C – or, sorry. Hank would need a Class A license, not a Class C. Again, Nick drives right. over the road truck. This man would know. That being said, there is a very accurate description of the Kenworth W900, the truck that Hank is driving. Okay. Also, I have been to truck stops in Texas. They do have drivers-only sections. And finally, a liter or so of ca- uh, pff, sorry, a liter or so of kerosene would not do squat in that fuel tank. Correct. And then I engaged him. Um, I got shitty. I didn't get shitty with him, but I just asked about, um, you remember snow job when they towed the trucks about and they talk yeah. about how like, Oh, we don't hazmat. have hazmat certification, blah, 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 blah. So apparently, okay. So this is where it gets super cool. So according to Nick, um, a lot of this shit can be predicated on weight. So a class C license allows you to drive vehicles that may not be oversized or heavy, but they might have hazardous materials. Therefore, a propane truck could be driven with a Class C license depending on the weight of aforementioned truck. Okay. He also notes that you will see flatbed trucks with multiple tanks of helium. Those can be operated and driven with a Class C license. Um, But also, if the vehicle has air brakes, you need a Class A license. So, no, you need a Class B. He says because class I a. have a class, I was say I have a class B and I had to do my testing with air brakes. I think it's just because it's what you test with. I don't know. Per- I had I mean, a you can't I get had a class an A. a I used to drive either. truck when I and I had to have an A and that was air brakes. But yeah, so yeah. And uh, anyway, also he's in Carolina, so might be different. Per Could state. be a little different. Yep. Point is, yep. Nick, thank you. I super fucking appreciate your input. Also, listeners, should you guys. Should you, like, know about an episode that's coming up and you're like, hey, man, I know a lot about, like, making uh, uh, barbecue sauce or chocolate sandwich cookies. Uh, whatever. I don't sandwich fucking care. Sandwich cookies? I don't know. Sandwich cookies. Let us know. Please, please shout us out. Nick, I, again, appreciate you, buddy. Um, yes, those were Nick's notes that were super important to this episode for me. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and all I was going to add to that is, you know, if he was driving here in Colorado, Hank would have a Class A with hazmat, because we know he, he drives propane, and air brakes. Um, yeah. There's a bunch of other different uh, certifications that you can get, um, but he, I doubt Hank would need one to be a, a school bus driver. So, like, he wouldn't need that and different things like that. He might have a tanker because you need that to haul liquids and shit. But, yeah, I just, I thought it was interesting. I have my Class B with air brake cert. And it's like, okay, cool. I'll probably never let this thing lapse because I don't ever want to take that test again. 
Yeah. Uh, no, I, um, <laughs> there is one funny note in my trucking history in that, um, speaking of tests, so I certified for everything. I didn't, I didn't get the actual like license cause I didn't have like the hours or some shit. I don't, right. it was a whole thing. It was a whole fucking thing. But like, um, so I can, number one, I cannot drive a, uh, standard tran- transmission car. Right. Okay. But I can drive a 16 gear semi. And number two, okay. I cannot parallel park a normal car, but God damn it, if I cannot parallel park a semi. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Those are my notes. Yeah. I okay. Semis. Oh, man. Over the road. Uh, general note, I, I, I got to say this now, and I'll call it out again when I do my pros, but truckers, fucking thank you, truckers. Uh, I'm not wearing it's a hat, but I took throw. my imaginary hat off, and thank you, Truckers, you make this fucking country run, and also, nah, probably the world fucking run. Truckers, yeah. goddamn, you are our heroes, and fucking blue flame to you guys. Goddamn. I'll, I'll bring it back up here when we get to pros, because this is my first one right there. Okay. Um, Mark, who's the better coffee addict, Bobby or Tina Belcher? Because I absolutely adore Tina Belcher getting all fucked up on coffee, but Bobby is just as adorable, if not more so. Philip J. Fry, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, Agree to disagree. Curveball. I'm on the same page, but Fry is better coffee addict. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Um, and then did you notice that we have the return of Boomhauer's banjo? We did? We did. So they have the, the little um, – it's like a daydream sequence where they are delivering the stuff to, to oh, Tilly and then everybody yep. starts singing or saying the Pledge of Allegiance or something. But right <laughs> yeah. before that, we've got Boom Power. He's got his banjo out again. It made me smile. <laughs> Good catch, buddy. I, mi- I missed that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, did we burn through your notes already? No. Um, I talked a lot about everything else. I'm kind of drunk. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> good. Number one, cold open slash Christmas episode. Um, in Witches of East Arland, I talked a lot about how that was a fall episode. Right. So this one is more or less in line, and I appreciate it. Um, we didn't. I don't. We didn't get a Thanksgiving episode this week or this season. I don't think. Yeah. And then next season we, we get a Christmas episode in Miss Wakefield, which I'm not looking forward oh. to. But yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a very pretty episode. Already talked about that. Um, Johnny, I am very excited to watch King of the Hill presents Mario Kart with the guys driving around the fucking trailer in their respective vehicles. I love it. It's my favorite. <laughs> the best. Yeah. Um, why does okay, okay, so number one, number one shout out. I and I'll just like call this pro now. We get two different animations of Hank and Bobby for the Christmas songs. We get like Peggy's weird overproduced animation and Hank's with the giant fur, noses sorry, and, and Luann's um, stick uh, figures. Uh, legal pad uh, stick figures. Yeah. <laughs> um, why the fuck does Hank look like Tom Arnold? I don't care. I just that's a note I had. <laughs> uh, line of shame. I like line of shame a lot. Yeah. I, it made me laugh a lot. Hank. OK, you remember like the first Jackass movie? Yeah. Hank jackass movie this fucking truck. He rented this truck. The 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 mirrors are gone. The fucking engine is fucked. There's kerosene All in the, the goddamn motor. Like yeah. everything is bad. Also, side note, um you can totally 1000% burn kerosene in a diesel motor. But and again, this is out of Nick. 
the amount of kerosene in those lamps would do dick all in a fucking diesel tank. And I can also confirm being an ex-trucker. Yes. Um, also, it was cold enough to snow on the mountain. And what happens to diesel when it gets cold, Mark? It also freezes at like, what, 36 degrees, I think. Like, it's it freezes yeah. real. It gels real up. Heavy. That's why everybody's got a block heater. Yeah. But it's also, yeah, I, whatever. I don't, again, I don't care. Um, Johnny, what's your favorite trucking song? Um, Eastbound and Down. Ooh, that's a really good one. Future Mark, put it in Eastbound and Down. Right here, right here. <laughs> it's it's Smokey and the Bandit, which I definitely watched like three months ago because I was in the middle of watching Archer and it was the episode with Burt Reynolds in it. And I went, I don't want to fucking watch Archer right now. I'm literally going to pause this to go watch Smokey and the Bandit. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> and it was definitely like one of the better days I had. Okay. <laughs> That's a, yeah, that's a really good movie. Um, uh, you ever heard the song uh, "Teddy Bear"? Mm-mm. It's it's that one of them weird uh, country songs from like 1970, and it's about okay. this like f- okay, it's so stupid. It's like some fucking crippled kid who gets on a CB radio and talks about how much he loves truckers. So all the truckers okay. like pull off to like drive down his residential street and love and like, like show love this like little kid teddy bear. It's a real, it's such a stupid song. It's just, okay. Oh, this one goes out to teddy bear. It's a good song. I'm, I'm cutting it in right now. You're going to hear it, but like, is it, uh, is it any stupider than, uh, we got a great big convoy. So much dumber, so much dumber. Cause like <laughs> the kid gets on, like, it's so it's like Christmas time or some shit. And it's like, Hey, my mama said I shouldn't be on the radio, but I love you truckers and you all are super cool. And boy, I would just like to see some of you truckers before I die because I got cancer and some shit. And so the fucking truckers roll up on him. It's so fucked up. I'll send you a, I'm sending you a Spotify link now. Um, there we go. Um, no, it's a, it's a cute song. I like it a lot. Um, but also, we got a great big convoy. Ain't she a beautiful side? We're gonna rock this convoy all through the day and night. Convoy. <laughs> I, I love that I associate it with two separate Matt Groening cartoons because Homer Simpson <laughs> screams it in, um, in The Simpsons, but it's also like the opening to my all-time favorites, Futurama episode <laughs> also yes but also um can we give a shout out um this was credited the ballad of hank hill um it, it's in the end credits uh that's the song they sing at the end i don't know who it's by because i couldn't read the text but goddamn, it's a good song um pros go for pros i'm sorry we've been talking for so long no it's all good um, I, so I told you I was going to bring this right back up again. Um, Hank is absolutely right to admire truckers because yes. some of them are assholes, but even with the assholes, all of them keep us comfy and running. So as somebody who has, I mean, I've got a class B, I've never driven anything with a big old fucking trailer hitch on it, but I, I have driven dump, driven a dump truck and I've, I've ran snow plows and everything else. It's not fucking easy work. No, it takes a lot of fucking stamina. And it is how, you know, I can sit on my comfy ass and play my PlayStation that you brought to me from fucking Japan and my computer that came from fucking Germany and like in my clothes that came from fucking China. All of that. I don't live anywhere near a fucking ocean or sea or any of these countries. All of that came to me because of a trucker. So you guys kick ass. We all appreciate you. At least Mark and I fucking appreciate you. (laughs) Again, again, we... 
try to be here for you guys, but thank you truckers. Um, yes, thank you. Just thank you. Um, yeah, I got a lot of this out of city market. Um, they were screaming for truckers like, God, we, we got to treat them better. That's my point. I'm sorry. I'm done. We absolutely yes. fucking do. Yeah. Yes. Um, crucial. The, the, literally, literally like what, like the fucking lifeline of America was predicated and founded on with like the highway system and shit. And now yeah, the we're only like reason dumping I'm... on them. No, no. Fuck you. Like truckers keep America running. Um, we yeah. love you. Hey, Nick. Fucking love you too, dog. Goddamn. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, I miss Luann and Peggy pal arounds. I feel like we have not seen that since like early seasons. Luann has not been around for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's been but like, absent. Like Pygmalion, I guess, was a big one. But yeah, they're not pal yeah. around. Yeah. No, well, and even then, it's always like there's a conflict between them, but not like a fun conflict. Like Pygmalion was a hey, you you can't do this. It's always someone's cock blocking Luann all the time. But is That's but what but, but if you can't do this, um, oh, what was the one we just watched with um Night and Deity with Luann's twenty first? Yeah. And Peggy comes in with, your parents were drunks. You can't go drink beer. You're going to be a drunk. Like, exactly. They're not palling around. They're just like, she's Peggy's being a cow. Like, But, I mean, I mean, I think fun with Jane and Jane's the last time we saw them both kind of interact with each other and do same shit. But, like, I'm, I'm talking Ooh, about softball yeah. Peggy and Soft- Catcher Luann. Don't throw it you so know? hard, Aunt Peggy. Yeah. You're chipping yeah, my nails. Yeah, like, you're going to chip my nails or my face feels funny or... Like they both just completely outdo Hank and make him look like an asshole. And yeah, it's, I miss, I miss those sort of pal arounds. Yes. Um, I love the juxtaposition of Dale sitting at a desk, writing Nancy a letter, like an old timey motherfucker. The Civil War and then, lever. Yeah. 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 And then you've got Nancy who basically is like, every time you see her is it's a continuous joke of, I don't know where he is. I'm filling out a missing persons report. No one fucking told me anything. Nobody <laughs> actually gives a shit about Bill or Boomhauer. Can we say that least... Nancy is the B plot in this episode? And it's such yeah, a good kind B plot. Of, like, or, or sub B. B sub one, like, B sub one. Like it's better than the actual B plot. It's so much. I would rather yes. watch that. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm laughing like a dumb shit. Yeah, no, I I love yeah. Nancy. Like, I love Nancy this episode. Like, yes. Dude, and so, this is, so this is what, three episodes in a row, four episodes in a row that we've gotten Nancy in a, a not like a major role, but a, a supporting role. Like, yeah. Dude, yeah, we, yeah, are, yeah. we are in the yeah. golden era of Nancy. Yeah. Um, pros here. I, I, I just have written down the line of shame. Line <laughs> of shame? Um the way they utilize Boomhauer and bill at the end here is is writing perfection to me because mm. the bulldozer is perfect for blocking furniture he gets his mm-hmm. like i'm big and bad moment and Boomhauer being the most incoherent motherfucker giving the directions to go down the hill is fucking hilarious but also how smooth were those hey dangle got a little bump coming up help will you feel that like yeah Boomhauer is the one to do it like you're like the dangle cut it cut it like he, yeah. Boomhauer is like calm, cool, collected. Like you know that Bill was just like pant load. Oh, Hank, I'm so glad to be driving the truck with you. And like they yeah. they, they die because Bill like backed him off the like cliff, and then Dale is like, Hank, there's a cliff. Oh God, we're gonna die. The Russians, yep. Hank, they put the cliff there. Like no, Boomhauer is the best. He's like, the man. Yeah. Again, yeah, Boomhauer is a fucking man. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Yeah. 
It's brilliant yeah. fucking writing, though. Uh, those yes, are sir. my pros, man. Give me some of yours. Pros? God, this is a long episode. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, the guys and their general worship of the truck. It's great. <laughs> yeah. It's great. We've all been there. Yes. I just, yes. Uh, Coffee Bobby. You already called that one out. Um, again, truckers. Hey, thanks guys. Fucking pro truckers. Just fucking thank you. Um, that doesn't make sense. Um, Nancy. Say it. I don't know where my husband is. The whole Nancy B plot. You're, you're, you already called it out. I just, I like that a lot. I, I like how oblivious Peggy, both Peggy and Luann are to Nancy's plight. They don't care. They just want to talk about their stupid Christmas song and like, Nancy is so worried. Uh-huh. That's great. Uh, descending the mountain, the, when they're backing the truck down, that whole scene, that's a, gr- oh God, so good. Such a good scene. Yeah. Um, and finally, the uh, the 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 convoy at the end—that's my that, probably my favorite moment. The the whole like the the ballad of Hank Hill where they're singing and they're showing the yep. the, the the pictures. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Uh you got some. I'm sorry. Are you on pros or cons, John? I'm, um, cons here, and we, I only, we, we're wrong. long, and I'm really I'm I'm just kind of lost. We're just long, and I'm lost. No, yeah. it's okay. It's good. Um, no, I only have one con and it's just that the B plot kind of fizzles out. It's not very fun. Mm. Like it just like, it. I want to say they started with a bunch of steam, but then they, maybe they added too much of the A plot in between the B's. Cause I kind of forgot the B was happening. And then every time it showed back up, I'm like, oh, that's right. They're still fucking doing this. Okay. Okay. So maybe it's because, I mean, how, how much gas are you really going to get out of, uh, hey, we want to write a Christmas Carol subplot? It's fine. I like it, though. It's a... Yeah. It could have yeah, it's, it's been okay. so much worse, you know? like Yeah. Oh, it, it definitely. We've seen worse B-plots for sure. But yeah. that's my big con. Did you have cons for this one? I got a shitload of cons. Oh, uh, wow. Christmas okay. songs in general. Fuck Christmas <laughs> songs. Ugh. All right. Um, Bill has now ruined multiple items of Hill furniture, Hill family furniture with his like Cheeto Dorito fingers. And he just like, you know, packs it in and you got a scotch guard and, 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 and the sweating on the, uh, uh, the chair in Arizona. But, but to his credit, he stripped and put his like clothes down as a barrier. So, okay. Good, good job, Bill. Um, Hank's schedule. I don't get Hank's schedule. I understand like tangentially like, okay, well we got to be back by Christmas, but like he's going to kill him. Like I have a Hank's going to kill the guys count in this episode. Yeah. Like and it, it, it ranked out at like three and Hank's going to kill the guys three times. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. um, as much as I enjoy the like dumb songs, a uh, general con of Peggy and Luann singing together. Cause no. oh my fucking god. Um It's that's my number one complaint when I watch Bob's Burgers. I cannot fucking stand to hear the characters sing and they do yes. it like once once an episode. Too much. It I again, like this is the only time we've seen both of them sing together, I think. So I'm cool, but boy, it's hard to do. Um the guys are dead. Um, by by the point where they're in Arizona, like in the desert, the guys are dead. They are just dead from exposure. 
That's all there is to it. But then also, but then also, but then also, up on top of the mountain, they are dehydrated and dead. All of them are dead to get up into the snowy mountains in Arizona. It is cold as shit, and all of those guys are dead. Doesn't matter. Um, I don't know if you know this one. This might be a deep cut on my end. Um, you know the... Okay, so this one gets cut a lot with, um, Dangle Love. When Bill okay. gives Boomhauer the, um, not Dangle Love. Oh, what is it? Bill gives Boomhauer the pep talk on top of the hill. But right. You got sad and now your heart got broken, but now you're gonna rise up and stand up to the challenge, right? So, um, this gets cut in a lot and with Bill pushing all the cargo back. And I just generally don't care for the Bill anime scene. And I cannot separate it from my current watching it King of the Hill. It just bugs okay. me. I don't know. You, do you know what I'm talking about or am I crazy? I, I've never seen it. So I will try and find it. It's, it it's literally they cut like Bill yelling at Boomhauer on the hood of his car. And they like splice in Bill like pushing the fucking cargo. It's really stupid. I, I don't like it. Interesting. I, okay. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, Tumblr. Blame Tumblr. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, that, that's what I got. I got, they're dumb cons. They're not real cons. I just, I'm grumpy, I think. I don't, <laughs> um, it's, I've got getting a retro rage for rebooted you. and I'm grumpy. Like, yeah. Retro rage. You do that. Yeah. What do we got? Yeah. I got a retro rage for you. Um, at one point, I think it's, it's gotta be Boomhauer. He picks up the kerosene lamp and, uh-huh. and, uh, and, and hums this. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows that. Yeah. You know it, but nobody else knows it. <laughs> yeah, they do. Okay, okay. I okay. I know the na 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 na. I don't get why he picks up the kerosene lamp and does the I Dream of Genie does the I Dream of Genie song though. So like, yeah, I I get what it, you're because it's a lamp. It's a genie in a lamp. That's why. Oh, okay. I'm dumb. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but like it's it's fucking. Oh, hey, retro hey, rage, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Hey, John, can I cut yeah. you off? Yeah. Um. When okay, so when they're driving down the mountain and uh, Bill and Dale are getting beat to death by um the the road. Those are yes. hundreds of year old saguaro cactuses. Don't fuck those up. Uh, fuck you. Oh, those are yeah. goddamn national monuments. That's such a like sweeping con. I, I'm sorry I cut you off. I just I realized I had a moment and I was like, wait, something is sticking in my craw, and that's what it is. Oh my god, sweeping con. Those were like Oh, they're like busting like guys, please, listeners, please do not fuck with cactuses. Like they take so long to get there. Then please yeah. don't touch them. No, no, they're so fragile and precious. No, well, oh no, that's it's... a national treasure. And they're just like busting <laughs> the like arms off. That's what it was. Wow, that's my this... that's my missing note. Wow, sorry, I cut you this, off. This uh, yeah. no, this episode is full of jackassery, like literal jackassery, because that's like a jackass skit. Hang, dude's yes, hanging off the side of a truck running into cactuses. Cacti. Yeah, Hank returning the truck like all fucked up and is like, oh, but I bought the insurance, so I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, I, I totally interrupted you. I, I'm sorry. No, no. We're It's a word of favorite moments at this point. You got a favorite moment, man? No, I just generally like this episode, but I don't have like a favorite standout moment. Okay. How about I've you? Got two lines here. I've got two lines here for mine. Uh, Bobby's, I don't think I can ever go back to Coco. Okay. 
it's not because of the animation because the animation is very much like okay you're you're kind of forcing this but it's his yeah. it's Pamela Adlin's delivery of that line kills me um yeah. and also uh, after Bobby and Bobby and Hank are eating at the diner the very first time and they say look at that look at how pristine my truck is and then you just see the holes getting blown in the back of the truck and Dale walks up to him and just goes we're not gonna drink Bill after all oh hey that's what my note with stars with favorite moments a table for five and then Dale like that's what there, hey, you brought me around. Thank you. There, there's my yeah. third moment. I had a, I had a note with like stars, and I was like, "What does table for five mean?" Yeah, there it is. God damn. Yeah, yeah, there it yeah. is. Yes, that whole yes in the diner. <laughs> my rig is pristine. Dale shoots it out in his underwear. <laughs> table for five. Yes, I can't. Yes. Yes, I cannot imagine how fucking loud those reports would have been inside that trailer. Oh, yeah. Also that the guys, they're dead. They're fucking dead. They're deaf. They're dehydrated. (laughs) Like, yeah, no, it's over. Like, (laughs) yeah, fucking deaf. Uh, Mark, let's get this thing rated. Yes. um, Charking. God damn. Fuck. This is a good episode. Okay. I, you know what? Yeah. I would, I could almost like blue flame it, but it's not that good. It's it's really good. It's really solid. It's it's believable. It's plausible. It's Hank doing more than he ought to be doing. Like, and they they uh, the the truckers call him out like, ha ha ha, you're not a real trucker. Like, there's that bit. Yeah. Like, and then he goes to like an actual trial. Comes out on the other end. Um, the whole post or not post credits, but like. The, the credits, Convoy scene. God damn, that's amazing. Like, so much good in this episode. Like, yeah. um, I, I, boy, boy, I laughed way too hard at Luann, like, freaking out at, like, or, 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 or sorry, or at Luann, like, just, like, performing the song and Nancy just, okay, but, but Dale's gone. <laughs> I don't know. The, the Texas Ranger from, um, uh, 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 Debbie Rund. What God? What was that episode called? Uh, you know what I'm talking anxiety? about. It's yes, high anxiety. That Texas Ranger is back. Like we get him again, yeah. and and it's a throwaway. And I love that. And just like, yeah. But my husband is missing. And like we get alternate animation scenes for the Christmas songs that I love. I boy, Char King. This episode is so 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 good. Like. Yeah. How about you, buddy? Um, so it's it's gonna be an Imperial man. I also gave it a Char King. I, I think what turns oh, wait, here. it to a Char King. <laughs> That's me being a truck. I'm sorry, yes. what were you saying? Um, I think what what really turned it for me was that this is it's a good episode with the guys being silly. You you get a you don't have to deal with Peggy and Luann too much, which is kinda nice, but you get another silly like side story with Nancy. Um, but what really turned it to a charking for me is this is a wholesome Hank and Bobby episode and I'm a fucking sucker for it. He yes. is like, these two are yes. just genuinely enjoying each other's fucking company and that doesn't happen often. So yes, when it does, sir. it's yes. something to be yes. fucking celebrated. <laughs> but it's such a good episode to like Bobby. I, this is man. This is on like uh propaniacs level for me like right where bobby genuinely loves and appreciates hank and it's so good man it's great yeah. yeah so 
Yeah, it's it's uh, Imperial, man. Fucking a, buddy. Well, um, wow, what a good episode. Um, <laughs> what more can we say, Johnny? Where? Ah, uh, fuck. I'm. Wow, uh, Imperial. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we. <laughs> wow. We gotta get. We gotta get that rocket fuel out of your fucking system before next time. Yeah, we do. I no, I'm just I'm I am shocked, I'm amazed. I yes, um hey, I got a question. Yeah? Do you still like King of the Hill? Hey Mark, I still love King of the Hill. How about you, man? Dude, I am so into King of the Hill. It's great. I boy, it's good and I am enjoying it and I don't know what the future is and there's no reboots and I am safe and secure in my tower. Because I'm still a wizard. I think that's how I like open this episode. Johnny, tell those beautiful people where they might find us. Please. Well all, well, all you cool cats out here on podcasts and internet land can find us at Dangle Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter. You can always reach out to us on Facebook. We have a Facebook group for Dangle Podcast. And we have an email if you guys are into that sort of thing. Danglepodcast at gmail.com. You guys can always reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Krautball. That's Kraut as in sauerkraut and ball as in Swedish meatball. And Mark, where can they find you? Well, before I do that, and stream as in what? Anything? You got a you got a, anything for your stream? Oh no, it's it's just Krautball because Krautball. I know. Stream is my I Twitter did, we, for so long. For so long, it was Kraut as in sauerkraut, ball as in Swedish meatball, and stream as in my piss or a yeah. river name or anything and i just i miss it i'm sorry i'm nostalgic it's okay it's okay <laughs> when i get back up and stream it again i'll probably use it again come see us when we play grounded together because oh boy um you can find me at uh marky stardust on twitter or great greek buffalo on instagram um you can also find me on our sister podcast the two wizards podcast where me and my buddy and josh and sometimes johnny talk about a variety of weird topics um uh this week should be lake monsters part two um guys lake monsters are 1000 percent real just like my love of King of the Hill is real, and also like my apprehension for a reboot. Yeah, I told you I would get sad in this episode, and there we are. Guys, thank you for listening. Um, your thoughts, your comments, your ideas, your anythings, please let us know. We want to know. Are we doing well? Are we doing bad? I don't care. Do you want to dick right on our posts and co-opt them for your posts? I don't care. Just shout us out. Um, Johnny, <laughs> let's go, buddy. Let's get out of here. You guys, we'll see you next week. Bye. No, wait, wait. We got a big old convoy podcasting through the night. Mark and Johnny are podcasting. Ain't it a beautiful sight? Podcast. Okay. <laughs>